0: Blah Blah Show, home to a cultural revolution to restore American creativity back to its former glory. I'm John Bound, your host. Joining me will be guest host Frank Cavanaugh and our guest Michael Graves. Michael is an American musician who rose to punk music notoriety as the lead vocalist for the horror punk band The Misfits from 1995 to 2000. Graves auditioned as a replacement for then exiting legendary vocalist and fellow New Jersey native Glenn Danzig, joining Jerry only on bass, Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein on guitar and Dr. Chud on drums and keyboards. The misfits American psycho released in 1997 became a punk rock classic. Graves has since released solo albums and tours the United States extensively. However, Graves has endured a cancel culture that has seeped into the American music industry, demonizing those with strong American values. Michael Graves joins us now.
1: It was 94 when we, 94. Our, our first show, where the the band reunited. Uh, I graduated high school in 1993. So I joined the band um, after I ran into those guys in a studio that I was, recording a demo at in Lodi, New Jersey. And I, I was doing vocals and the owner of the studio who was who was engineering the project said, man, you, you got a pretty good voice. I know these guys I grew up with, they have a band called The Misfits, they're looking for a new singer. Um, and I remember saying to him, like, oh man, I don't sing death metal. Because it just, you know, and I was in the in, in the punk, skate, alternative crowd. You know, I, I knew The Misfits' skull, but for some reason it just blew past me, so, um, so I got the number and and I got in touch with those guys and I I went up there I I auditioned and I just kept on going back because they couldn't settle on a singer. They couldn't they couldn't settle on a singer. I kept hearing that Dave Vanian was going to come and sing, and they were trying to get Glenn Danzig, who founded the band in the seventies, to come back. Um. They went so far as to they took they took ads out in the in the newspaper and hundreds of people showed up. And I was always around. So if anybody showed up that was halfway decent, they would just call me, you know, and I would go into the room and just blow everybody away. Um, so the, the 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 craziness in this story goes like this. I, I was a huge and still am a huge typo negative fan. Typo negative came out of Brooklyn. Uh, huge Typo Negative fan. Uh, and they ran in the same circles that we did, obviously, because we were in the same, you know, region together. So Halloween is coming up, and the Misfits have to relaunch on Halloween, or it just doesn't make sense because we're deep yeah. Halloween fans. Yeah. So the guys from Typo Negative call, these, call up the Misfits and go, hey, if you want to relaunch this project, we're playing the Roseland Ballroom on Halloween. You guys can come out during the encore, and start ripping into songs and people freak out. Yeah. So the Misfits were like, that's a great idea, but we don't have a singer. And they asked the lead singer of Typo Negative, Pete Steele, to do it. And Pete said, yeah, I'll do it. I'd love to do it, but I don't know any of the songs. So they called me and said, would you teach Pete Steele the Misfits song so that we can do this? And I said, absolutely, of course. I, he's, yeah. Peter Steele, yeah. It's Peter Steele. I'm just still some kid from Dumont, New Jersey. So I'm like, yes, I will absolutely do that. So we go to Brooklyn. We're in the rehearsal spot. uh, And I'm singing the songs. I'm teaching Pete the, (laughs) the different nuances. And about 45 minutes in, Pete stops everything. And he puts his arm around me. And he looks at everybody and says, you are all crazy. This is your singer. This kid sings these songs better than anybody else in the world. Certainly better than me, he says. Um, and it was like a light bulb went off in everybody's head. And, uh, and I got the nod. And wow, I became yeah. the lead singer and, on, and, on Halloween in 94.
0: In 94. Yeah, and, and you can go and listen to those tracks, and it's amazing how you're able to uh, step up to the plate, you know for Dan- I mean you took what Danzig was doing and you t- took it to a whole new level it's 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 incredible go back and listen to that catalog
2: No, you can say the songs. Uh, you know, uh, dig up her bones. That's it. That that was a, uh, that was a pretty. I think actually, Ameri- was it American Psycho or Famous Monsters. Yeah. Fa- what American Psycho? What's that?
1: American Psycho had dig up her bones. And it was their first release from uh, from American Psycho. And
2: it, isn't that? Isn't that? Or I don't know if it is still. Or, but it was the most selling Misfits record for a while. Was. Um, american psycho
1: which is,
2: Yeah. yeah that, that's a great record and it's funny peter Steele. when i left filter right when i left filter i was working with washburn making a bass uh it's across the room right now the m13 bass and uh filter went south and i was like i swore off music i wasn't gonna do anything and uh Vinnie Paul and and uh, Dimebag kept calling me, hey, we're doing this new band, dude, come down to Dallas and play bass. And I'm like, no, no music. And then the people at Washburn were like, Peter Steele wants to meet you, man. He wants to play your bass. And I was like, I'm not meeting anybody. Like, And it's one of the, my biggest regrets is not meeting Peter Steele because he he was a crazy sick mind. His art was, I, you know, some of it's, <laughs> I don't know, but unbelievably awesome and genuine, real person. And he the whole time he was in music, he kept his job with the city, I think with the City of New York or Parks. And he he kept his blue collar job. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Which which is so important. That and taking back our culture means we all must be renaissance men, basically. And you and and you, you
1: have to physically labor,
2: I think, really, you know. Um
1: Pete wrote one of the most popular type of negative songs like the song that took them to the moon while sitting in his rig while sitting in the truck on the pier in Brooklyn with thousands of gallons of raw sewage that he's about to dump <laughs> <laughs> waiting for his turn to do the transaction and he and he and he got the idea and started writing the words I always, I'm so, like, I came up through, the, you know, through the Misfits in the 90s, and it was, it was quote-unquote punk. But we toured, if you look back, we toured with, we toured with hardcore bands. We, like, every hardcore band that's ever existed, we've, we've toured with. Uh, and and metal bands, you know, we toured with Megadeth on the Cryptic Writings Tour, um, for example. But, the point i'm trying to make is at that time in the 90s punk rock had become so nammy-pammy it was like so emo it was all the kids that thought that they and still is that oh, you know we don't really need a job and and mediocrity is all good to go and you just need three core you don't even have to tune your guitar it's just like this lazy I, yeah. you know dirty skinny gross rat type you know, scene and hardcore was totally different. Hardcore was your family, you know, God country doing what you're supposed to do, waking up and taking on the day and living up to the responsibilities that you have and being true to one another. It was, and it was a large, you know, it was a big tent type of, of thing. And And these guys had values and integrity, no matter what they believed. It was um, it was much more punk rock, right, than than punk rock, um, and and so yeah. in the nineties, I, I again culturally, there was a there was a big shift, um, and 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 that punk rock. I'm doing the air quotes. You know, the punk rock ethos really um, started to. Gain its trajectory to where we see everything today, which is, for example, Antifa. Antifa yeah. came out of, yeah. you know, the, the 90s punk rock kids.
2: It did, you know, because it came out of, what was it? And I don't know if it was, I don't know, East Coast, but, you know, there was a Friends Stand United. And then uh, there was some other gang in New York. It was like gangs at the hard, in the hardcore scene. And, and Friends Stand United really stands for F Stuff Up. But, like, yeah. they were, like, you know, the anti-racist straight-edge kids that really all they did was want to fight every weekend. They weren't that's- anti-racist. They were anti-cool, you know. And they, any excuse that they could get to get into a fight. And now that is Antifa. And if you look at the small clubs in America, these punk rock clubs, that's where the BLM riots and the Antifa riots that's, those were the home bases, and yep. if you're a musician now and you're on the conservative side, you have no place to play because they blacklist you you know and and Mike being coming from one of the biggest punk rock bands ever, now you can't even get a gig not because people you're actually on tour now, but you can't get a venue because people won't you you, you book a show, sell out a show, they get a call from you know, whoever, oh that's Michael Graves, he's a, he's a Trump supporter, he's a Jan 6. he was at January six. he's a January 6 defender, and, and they cancel you and they take away your your livelihood. So like that's an issue, that's a problem that needs to be faced in America is we need a whole new network of conservative or truth-minded, tolerant um venue owners and 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 there there's such a market there if people just open up venues you know
0: hold that thought we'll be talking about cancel culture and american music venues right after the break right here on the blah blah show Just north of Austin and west of Waco, Texas, my friends and soon to be your friends, Clinton and Christina Rari, offer a wide range of fresh and organic products that go straight from their farm to your table. All of their products are raised and produced using regenerative farming practices. Their animals are treated with the utmost care and respect, ensuring that they live happy and healthy lives. Fafo Farms believes that farming should be done in a way that is both environmentally and socially responsible. Fafo Farms is committed to providing their customers with the highest quality organic and ethically raised products. They are open Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5. If you live in Central Texas, schedule a pickup by calling 512-221-3245. Head on over to the farm at FAFOFarmsTX.com, or you can find them on the X at FAFOFarmsTX. show we are joined by Michael Graves of the Misfits and the Michael Graves experience and we are uh, it's not the experience is it Michael it's not (laughs) but it is an experience but uh yeah yeah, we're experiencing it now Uh, so we were talking about venues and uh, being canceled and just the basically the environment of the culture yeah. out there now, to be an American musician, what that's like.
1: Well, for me, uh, being an American musician, way difficult. And again, I'll give you an example. And it, I was supposed to play in in Columbus, Ohio. I was canceled from just about every major city in Ohio: Cincinnati, Cleveland, uh, at a place I'd played for years as a kid, the Foundry. Um, and I, I was invited to, to play an opportunity was given to me to play in, in Columbus, Ohio. And in the morning of the show, I got a a text that the promoter was canceling the show because the promoter's views didn't line up with mine. And he said that he was pro open borders, pro LGDPQ, whatever, he was pro um, all of these things and so, and and so because his views didn't align with with mine and because of my my recent support of the Proud boys and uh, that he was canceling the show and that sort of thing um, has has repeated itself more times than I can count now I, I think there's almost I don't know upwards of of 20 something shows on this tour and just about that many shows have certainly been canceled after they have been confirmed in the process of putting this whole thing together. Now, now reverse that. Reverse that. Can you imagine if I found out that this promoter was gay or black or green or yellow and was open borders and loved whatever and i said hey, you know you, you your views your don't line up with mine so i'm not coming tonight i'm not gonna do business with you i'm i'm gonna go on to the next show it's it's, it's insanity and i can speak to the sensitivity of the division in this country especially to young people i was booked at Booked and confirmed at one of the largest skate parks and one of the oldest skate parks in the country, which is located in Florida. And when it and it's, it's family run, of obviously a very large staff of young people. When it was found out amongst the entirety of the staff of young people that I was coming, it caused such division that the owner of the place called us and said, I I don't necessarily disagree with with your views, your whatever, but I can't have you here because just doing so would cause and is causing so much tumult in my staff that it's just becoming toxic. And and he didn't want other and he and he specifically mentioned the other kids being coming targets of their peers. So that's what's happening you know, we see on on the TV everything that's happening on the, um, uh, you know, on the college campuses because of because of the again the wars in the Middle East and what's happening in the Middle East, and 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 it's happening in layers below that as, as well. It's very very it's very toxic. It's a it's oh, a yeah. spirit that is very uncomfortable that I've never felt before.
2: And, and you know what, Mike, taking it further than just the employees at that skate park, you mentioned the foundry in Cleveland and, and Columbus. The foundry in Cleveland is part of something called the Northeast Ohio Small Venues Association, Small Venue Owners Association. There is a small venue, there is a national Small Venue Owners Association that is controlled and funded by, you know, the the, the same players, the same NGOs, George Soros. During covid they're the ones that they pushed out from LA or New York or wherever to every city to they to form these groups during COVID. So the Northeast Ohio Small Venue Owners Association was formed during COVID. It was 14 of the venues in Cleveland. I remember you played at one in Akron um or it was Northeast Ohio that wasn't part of it. Um but that those 14 venues, you couldn't play. You couldn't You couldn't walk in the door, you couldn't work there, you couldn't play there, you couldn't see a show if you were not vaccinated. And that is fascism right there, where they actually got together as businesses and then imposed the will of the government and other big pharma. And we have to, as a community in each city, recognize and see that this is there. And the way for us to fight it is to support that one venue that let you play you know yeah. back then during covid so out of 15 one of them and then if we support that or form another venue you know that's another thing that that I'm thinking about but we have to understand that this is a is an organized thing that's it's nationwide and people the people in Columbus probably looked at where you were playing or someone looked at every single city that you were playing at and then got on the phone yeah you know, yep. and we, and and that's that's re, that's really a horrible thing With that
0: we, we have to it. fix this. Yep. yep. It's yeah. And it is. It's total fascism. It's amazing that this is happening in America, and then the fact that our music industry and and the the music, the American music, uh, our culture is dying, and um, and you know, it American culture, if it's anything, it's music.
2: Let, let me add the last thing on that, like a caveat. In Cleveland, in Pittsburgh, Cleveland, in in, in this a- Appalachia area, there's a band called Anti, I believe it's Anti-Flag or Anti-Flag. Anti And they're a huge anti-supporting band. They were the ones, the guy who sang for that band was the poster child of the musicians who needed to be protected. And that's why we have to have vaccine mandates. Like... Three or four months ago, it came out that that dude was a pedophile, that, and he's accused of like twenty different twenty different women have accused him that while he they were underage he he would did inappropriate things, you know. So of course it's always the same. It's players. always the
0: same. Yeah, it's
1: always it's the same al- character. And then I might add, one of the leading anti-Michael Graves voices was Justin insane.
2: Yeah, and he's a pedophile. He is one of the most disgusting pieces of human garbage that there is and these are the people that they're holding up to a standard this is why we have to behave in a fascistic manner and really the the the, our number one number one weapon is to just be in their face and be like you are wrong you are you are what you're saying that you are you know and ignoring them making our own stuff you're still on tour bro if the crew is ready and the the sound is all mic'd up uh Here he is, Michael Graves, with his newest song, Boxcar Heading East. Here it is.
1: of the ways that we need to build back what's been taken to build back a culture that reflects our, our values, our integrity, all the thing, the colors of, of us, the colors that we know the flowers used to grow. But those fields are all really, really gray right now. And even the young people that I come across, they, there's a certain barrier that they come up against creatively i I think that some of them they don't even know it to where they're not going to step over a certain bound because it's already baked into the culture that there is punitive things that are going to happen to you and your dreams and your trajectory if you cross certain um certain barriers it's not just you're gonna not be able to fit in with the the punks or whatever it's something very very different Right. Hey, um, Michael, can you do another segment with us? Can you do, absolutely. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay, let's do another segment. Uh, so, uh, right after this break, we will return to the Blah Blah show. Hang in there. We'll be back, I swear. We're coming back. We're coming back. <laughs> Just north of Austin and west of Waco, Texas, my friends and soon to be your friends, Clinton and Christina Rare offer a wide range of fresh and organic products that go straight from their farm to your table all of their products are raised and produced using regenerative farming practices their animals are treated with the utmost care and respect ensuring that they live happy and healthy lives FAFO Farms believes that farming should be done in a way that is both environmentally and socially responsible FAFO Farms is committed to providing their customers with the highest quality organic and ethically raised products they are open monday through saturday nine to five if you live in central texas schedule a pickup by calling 512-221-3245 head on over to the farm at fafofarmstx.com or you can find them on the x at fafo farms Back to the blah blah show. We were talking about building back the culture,
1: and uh, Michael was uh, laying it down. What's missing is certainly not talent. I see talent all the time, young talent, um, and young people, artists, creatives in all the spaces—music, art, you know, movies, entertainment. Um. I'm I'm a good example of untapped talent because of the past three, four years now I've lost everything. I have been so attacked that, you know, I'm this big battleship with all sorts of holes in it, just taking on water and all of my crew, most of my sailors and all of my Marines have jumped overboard. They're gone. It's just me on the ship and maybe a couple of other people. There's nowhere for me to turn. There's no, there's no companies. There's no agencies. There's there's no record companies. There's not there's nothing for 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 me to to have this support to help nurture my talent and support me uh, or, or these other artists in ways that will then allow me to be what I am most a creative that through my art and my media reflect the culture. I don't make music just for people on the right or people on the left. I make music for all. That's and that's one of the things as we as we go forward in time we have to make sure that we don't do. When when hopefully people with money and business skills no, can do this, we can't just make record companies or or movie companies that are just making for you know I'm just making music for the conservatives because we have to heal everybody. We have to entertain everybody. And in doing so we reflect, um, and put ourselves no matter what we are into what we're doing, that's how we grow the flowers back. And again, when we take away those punitive actions and just say, all right, that's you being you like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, um, you know, burn your records and, and have a virtual funeral for you, because I I don't agree with what you're doing. So I think that there needs that, you know, the smart business people that know how to do those things and build those companies. We need people. like I need people like that. Um, or again, people like me that have experience and and still have the ability to write a good song and to write. I, you know, I I'm I'm out here all by myself. Literally, I'm out here all by myself doing yeah. what I can to keep the music going and touch and move people.
2: You, you know, Mike, I, I created the American Liberty Awards and you helped me bring that to fruition because I, 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 I saw the predicament that you were in and you're not the only one, you know, but they're making us feel alone. And really, the 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 award show... Originally, in my head, it was the award show for The Cancelled. You're not going to be nominated unless you've been canceled, unless you've been canceled off social media, unless, you know, you've been condemned as the verboten, you know, Trump supporter or whatever. But really. They've canceled so many people that it's getting to the point where there's more of us that are canceled and we are now the tolerant side. They are not the tolerant side anymore. They used to have the moral claim to be the tolerant side, and that no longer is. And so the Liberty Awards was to really bring focus on media, basically media creators. I think we need to absolutely do a music show, you know, like a music award show or an art and music award show to to give it. Give an example to people and give a meeting place for like-minded people to get together and be able to share our ideas because if we make them irrelevant by living the best life that we can and living the best life that we can live is creating our own thing, creating our own systems that they have no control. Mother or necessity is the mother of all invention and it's a necessity now. It's an existential necessity for us and and really, I'm talking to and about what Mike was just saying, but I'm talking to anyone who's listening. It's time for those smart people with those mm-hmm. ideas to step
1: forward now. I, I, I'm kind of I kind of poo poo the, the Richmond guy from 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 Richmond, because I don't understand this guy goes from complete obscurity. Yeah. To like, I get his his video thing went viral, and then all of a sudden he's making all of these deals, and all these people rush in. Again, I not there's nothing in my inbox. My phone doesn't ring. Nobody reaches out to me. I'm on the front lines of this. Like, and I get it. That guy's, in my opinion, God bless him. He's he's got an all right voice, but if you want to compare apples to apples. No. I'll, I'll toot my i'll toot my yeah. horn man you know yeah yeah i, I can outperform out sing i i, I might I, it's very frustrating for me because of my output into this and i hate using the word the movement you know whether it's punk or 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 the culture or the freedom movement all of these things and again i feel except for you know A a, a certain amount of people, you know, you and Frank and and certain others, I'm completely alone. There's there's nobody saying, all right, from any of these companies or uh, uh, where there's money and opportunity flowing through it. Hey, uh, here I am, people. Hello. Hello. And I see other artists out there topping the charts or doing all of these things like. What, what else do I have to do? Set myself on fire and run through the streets naked? What? Well, and, and, you know, and the, wor- like, the worst part
0: about it is that you're actually making great music. And the music that's, right, that's right. out there it's it's is, is miserable. And it's just the same yes. formula over and over and over. And it, yes. it's all some dude in Hollywood making all that stuff in a room, and then they go and get somebody to front it the, You know that'll submit to Satan. And, like, literally, like, I watched the Doja Cat video and, and she comes out and she's got 666 and pentagrams all over her, her arm. Like, when is that going to get old? You know, like, and that's the thing about America is that we go through these decades. We went through the punk decade. We had, we had disco. We had the 80s with New Wave. We had grunge. And we, we go, we just, we evolve. And you look around and we're we're just we're like a husk of what we were, and it it just it has to stop. Can we return? Can we see a whole new decade, a whole new generation of what we truly are as Americans? Can we reinvent ourselves? I mean, would that I, be I, so I,
1: horrible? We can, but we we need the opportunities for people who are really tapped into the spirit and and the 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 ether of this thing that we're living in to be able to get access to that and then create outwards. I'm saying that because what I see out there as far as art or music especially is it's really stale. How you know like you know Dr. Fauci and the vaccines very direct references and, and lyrics, look at Bob Dylan's lyrics, they're beautiful, it's poetry, for example, or the rock of Jimi Hendrix, or the things that Jim Morrison w- was well, saying. And, about. and there,
0: are mu- there are musicians like yourself that are out there right now pu- pushing the envelope, and everybody I'm should dying. be, you know. And I'm
1: dying on the vine, you yeah, know, I'm dying yeah. on the vine, because... Again, I'm. I have a family. I have big boy responsibilities. If I was twenty something years old and I could just live in my car, that's that's fine, you know. Again, I'll I'll never give up either. But I could give out as well because I have to take care of certain things. But I want to more than anything in the whole world. I've always wanted to contribute to the world and reach people because. The spirit of this world is one that hurts. The more knowledge we have, the more understanding we have, the more pain we have inside. Everything hurts. Everywhere we look, it's falling apart. Oh, yeah. There's war explosions and division. It hurts. People and need it I,
0: now more than ever. They need absolutely. they need music. We
1: need to that yeah. light. We need to be yeah. light to the darkness. And I'm I'm one of those people. Um but I I, I appeal to, to the to the business out there. Help me. Well, you know, yeah, you know, and
0: music like, has yeah. truth in it, and they don't want the truth.
1: Sorry, you know, we were talking. You, just one more thing—it's I, I, on my mind. You know, you see people like I rock like this when I when I play, and you, you see a lot of other musicians do that too. And that's directly attributed when you see, for example, people praying. Right, they do that same that same thing. That spirit, that that resonance it's all connected it's the same spirit it's our prayer it's our way to connect to the divine music is is uh, above all of this physical that we have it's our direct um, it's our direct connection to to, to the divine god was create, creative he created this world through the ly- his lyrics he spoke the first words of the bible he spoke this world into existence god said let there be light and there was so creativity is—we we have to get back to that.
2: You know, you know, Mike. We started this. We we started the the interview talking about Peter Steele and about him being a blue collar worker. And really, when you look at it, like work is good, and when you create, it's work, and. If you, It's like you cannot stop doing it. If you stop doing it, you die, just like you would die if you stopped working because you would make money to eat. So it, it's essential that we continue and we will continue to work. The person listening to me that has that idea of starting up a venue or starting a record label or sto- starting a, 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 a music channel or starting a radio station, you know, an internet radio station, that's who, that's the person that I'm talking to because yeah, if you build it, they will come.
0: Just north of Austin and west of Waco, Texas, my friends and soon to be your friends, Clinton and Christina Rari, offer a wide range of fresh and organic products that go straight from their farm to your table. All of their products are raised and produced using regenerative farming practices. Their animals are treated with the utmost care and respect, ensuring that they live happy and healthy lives. FAFO Farms believes that farming should be done in a way that is both environmentally and socially responsible. FAFO Farms is committed to providing their customers with the highest quality organic and ethically raised products. They are open Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5, If you live in Central Texas, schedule a pickup by calling 512-221-3245. Head on over to the farm at FAFOFarmsTX.com, or you can find them on the X at FAFOFarmsTX.
2: and there's people like Michael out here that that need your help and and have a work ethic that that will, you know, make you a success too. So I I like see how it hurts everywhere and um I don't want to hurt. And so focusing on the hurt I think is is a bad thing. I want to focus on the solutions and I always go back to music is the soundtrack to all of our lives. And Instead of waiting for what they're gonna do next, we need to start thinking about what song are we gonna play next. What song? It's our soundtrack and it's our choice. So, I can play the next song. It's what I decide today. So, you know, if we decide today that tomorrow we're gonna be positive about this or we're gonna make a change, and it's as simple as that. And and just having discipline in doing it. So, I love you, brother. Thank you.
1: And just, just one more thing, and, and, and as we make this music and, and we create videos and, and media, we come from a time, a generation that we know, we see what, what music can do and how it brought people together. We remember in the 80s when the Berlin Wall fell, and we felt peace, and that was all attributed to you know, art and music and media. Remember the big concert in in Moscow. We understand that. We need to create things, music, art and entertainment that then allows people and gives them that spirit to be able to rise above the divisions like we see right now happening real time right now and where we can rise above that and say, no, I'm not going to be black or white. I'm not going to be on. I'm going to rise above this and and seek peace and seek love and have mercy and bring light to this world so that we can get. So, we can build a machine of peace and not build a machine of war and division, which is what we're fighting right now.
0: It's unbelievable what we're fighting. It's, it's, uh, we're on the edge of the apocalypse.
1: Uh, it's an awful spirit. I, and I mean, I think we, we're, we're in we're,
0: it. it. Well, we, and we've never, I, we've never faced anything like this. And people need, they need community. They need to come together. They need to feel the spirit.
1: Yeah. It's, it's. I, I come from those days. Record a record, do a video, go out tour, come back home, repeat, and you can make a living off of uh, of those recordings. Now, yeah, it's that part of of it is gone. It's I have to spend most of my time on the road, figuring out places to play, and working out deals to make the the money work. It's a hustle. It's not It's not an easy life at all. If I could snap my fingers and be able to do something different, I'd be honest with you, I would. Uh, but because of all the challenges I, I face, and and really, you know, God, every time I try to get off the path, God kind of um, nudges me back on. Um, because there's, there's a larger thing at play, there's a larger thing at, at work, and I dedicate myself to the, really to the pain of it um and the difficulty of it because it makes sense when i when i'm at the venue and i meet all these beautiful people that tell me about their life and you know now their kids and how the music connects to them and, and it's just a very very human thing um and it 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 fills me with something that that i that i need that i that i'm searching for and you know it's just Again, like I said, the spirit of this world hurts so bad. And I know how much that hurts because God created me with this way to feel things that are just that are so overwhelming. I could hardly stand it. And the only thing that makes it better is to go out into the world and meet people and try to take a little bit of their hurt away or try to take a little bit of whatever they're going through away and fill that with hope. And, 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 and love and light and people feel that. Um, and so that, that's why I, I lean into the horribleness of this business.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, thank you for doing that, Michael, because you, you do bring a lot of peace and joy to a lot of people. And, you know, I, I, I think that this isn't an apocalypse, but it's not an Armageddon and an apocalypse, all an apocalypse is, is a, is a revealing and if we look at this, we expose it, we we show it for what it is, and then we recognize the golden opportunities everywhere, you know. Because otherwise, we're playing into exactly what they want us to do. Yeah, we can they change. We be can be bad, change lonely. the
0: future of this parallel universe that we're in. This this yeah. part of the multiverse. We can make everything go in the direction of humanity and and creativity and and enter a new renaissance. And it's, so, uh, Michael, you're, you're on the road. Uh, everyone can find you at officialmichaelgraves.com. Uh, your tour, uh, tonight you're in uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. And uh, let me just show this.
1: And, uh, at Radio Deadly, my Twitter. I'm on Twitter, which is like one of the only socials I'm on, at Radio Deadly. I'll be in Nashville on November 13th. Okay. At the Cobra there's so many shows when they get canceled, it's and they're on the, they're on the list and then they have to take them down. And it's like, oh, you
2: know, to- I, 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 I want to, I think that it's, there's, so, there's so many things I want to do in projects like, but I, I really think that we need to, and I want to ask you to help me with this dude. Like ba- basically we could use the context that you have right now are the people that let you play. Those are the venues. And then we need to make our own truth network. We don't care if you're left or you're right. We just care if you're correct, if you're truthful. And then there is a marketplace for true anti-fascists, true tolerant people to To have venues and and have a an, an alternative system. There's a necessity here, and it must be ha- it mu it must happen. So, I don't know what to call that one.
0: <laughs> well, we just got to keep working at it. We gotta we we we're we're doing it now. We we've got to reclaim our culture, our American culture. right I don't want to be an old man in a rocking chair and thinking about you know. Well, fifty years ago we had. We had all this music. We had this incredible culture. And, and it's been gone now for the last 30 years of my life or whatever. You know, We, we need There's to reclaim it now.
1: There is there is an audience there. To, to anybody who might be listening who is on the business side of things and you might have money or know how money works and want to build a company and reach it, there is an audience, a young audience that they just don't know where to go. They don't know who they just don't know where to go. They don't have the outlets to tune into, to get programming from. And what I'm seeing from like high school kids, um, they're not, they weren't like us. You know, I came up through, through goth and punk and we were informed, like we read books and we spoke to each other. We listened to talk radio and we knew what was going on in the world. It was part of our identity, for the most part. Most kids, there's a lot of kids now, a segment of, of the kids, whether you know the the alternative kids, if you will, um, that are becoming apathetic because they just refuse to listen to anything because they know that it's false. They have that sense that right. oh, they're lying to us, Smith, and now Smith and then month. they'll get something. Yeah, they'll get something from TikTok and they'll run with it, but they're not really truly informed well, it's and confusing. they're
0: not yeah, It's total, right, it's right total confusion. We're I mean, we're, we're living since 2012, since Obama signed Smith modernization. We're living under propaganda. So you can't believe at least when we were growing up we could for the most part believe what we were hearing on the news or reading in the paper. But now every kid knows. You can't you can't believe any of this stuff, and it's anything
2: anything that, that's a, that should be the litmus test if it's on one of the lo- the globalist big media companies don't believe it if you even look at it anymore, if you guys are watching us on blessed bless news right now that's what needs to happen is new networks, new systems you know and, that, and, and that's how we beat it
1: There's a certain spirit about the truth that people sense that most people sense. That when you get away from that spirit of truth, something else resonates. And it it's very, very uncomfortable. Um, and people sense that. And young people sense that. And to see people like us, you know, we are, in in a lot of sense, we're We're the cool kids in the cafeteria. When you see the cool kids in the cafeteria and they can openly say the name Jesus and they can speak about Christianity and talk about how it's important to build upon those pillars of Christianity and why and how and that it's it's that it's very, very important as we build back to culture to have that most young people. Whether maybe they've had a bad experience in church or they just have this picture of Jesus as the lamb. And, you know, the, a snooty guy with a pink shirt on and he's just like, well, I love Jesus. That's not the way it is when you start to tell them about the lion part of, of, of Jesus and and speak to them and, and give them testimony like I do about my life and, and my coming to um, to know Jesus, it becomes a whole different thing. And now, now we're really working on, on getting back our culture and giving it power because that's where the power and that's where the strength is going to come from. It has to have that spirit and that backbone um, of 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 that spirit, or we're just going to spin our, our tires uh, and contribute to the to the to the Luciferian side of things.
0: Yeah, we're already there. We're living in this Luciferian culture. We're living in a Luciferian culture. Well, that, yeah. that, that's yeah. about all the time we have, unfortunately. So uh, uh, thanks, Michael, for, for coming on. And uh, you can find uh, Michael at officialmichaelgraves.com. Uh, find all his tour dates on there. And uh, you can also find Michael on uh, Twitter at Radio Deadly. Uh, yeah, that what a name. That's awesome. And Mike, I love you, brother. Best luck yeah. with the rest of the tour. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk to you again real soon. All right, take care.